in the darkness of the night. Temperatures drop as your fear rises. The sounds of the unknown only grow louder and closer, and you feel your demise is at hand. You stop and turn, and see the harmless dancing shadows in your wake. You let out a shaky breath, almost a laugh. It must have been your imagination. Suddenly you feel a cold wind whip around you, and the shadows whisper, Phantasmagoria. Welcome to Phantasmagoria Round, the merry-go-round. This is Houston. And I'm here with your Kevin. boy, Kev. Kev. Uh, no Sam again. And not not for the reason you think. Well, probably for the reason you think, because we said he'd be gone for five weeks. But uh, we had an episode. We had it all wrapped up. With a bow on it, ready to give to you, our our loyal fans. And the audio just quit on us. It's just those it just, technical it, difficulties, folks. I Some of the tracks, yeah. I am I self admittedly am to blame. <laughs> but you know I what? wasn't gonna throw you under the bus. <laughs> no, I I need to throw myself under the bus because then I will be more careful when juggling around freaking three different episodes but um fear not Um, because after what like two three weeks three um we're doing i i literally keep losing track we i literally am gonna text sam after this recording and figure out because there might be one more of these just duo episodes we might find something to to fill the time we might bring a guest We'll, we'll we'll figure it out but Three weeks, um, we'll we'll get the old crew back together. And then, as far as we can tell, from that point forward, there will be no interruptions. No there shouldn't interruptions. be anything going on. In fact, if there so, is, I'm dismantling the podcast and will never be heard of again. Well, let's not get crazy, because, <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty busy. And I'm so. going to send you all hate mail, and... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I want to before before we get really into things. I I I'm not one to really uh, jump on Twitter. It's not really my my style. I think it's pretty pre-established with with the lore of our show that I am just an 80 year old man in a 20 year old body between the crackling bones, the stomach problems, and the inability to use Twitter. <laughs> um, but I did jump on the other day and i saw on trending it wasn't the top but it was up there was i can't be the only one and me just being curious on what people had to say started rifling through these and kevin some of this shiz is just through the roof it is just everyone everyone posted things that literally everyone does not unique in the slightest, and said, I can't be the only one, right? I can't be the only it's one. It's like, hey, this PB is annoying. <laughs> but I caught one of them caught my eye that made me like then scour through all of it. Um, the one that caught my eye was hashtag, I can't be the only one who uses a kitty litter box. Which my first thought was, yes, 
You are the only one. <laughs> and you've now announced. So thinking there, that can't be the only gem. Like you're thinking it that like be. he has substituted the kitty litter box for a, a toilet. Like a John Crapper, I don't use what, the toilet. I use... What, are you interpreting something else? Well, like, I mean, I use a, 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 ki- a kitty litter box for my cat. Yeah, but he's Sammy. I'm not going to say the full Twitter, but Sammy is saying that they use the kitty litter box. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uber says, "Who steal? I can't be the only one who steals insignificant objects to exert control over my environment." What? With a very tasteful gif of Patrick rubbing his hands. Uh, mischievously. I I just wait. I don't understand how that. <laughs> uh, He's how saying that he steals anything. small, insignificant objects, so that in his own mind, he's like, "I am in control over this environment." What environment? Like any environment. Like if you go to your, if you came to my house, Kevin, and saw like one of those turtle bobbleheads on my desk and took it. And you would then think, well, this is my environment now. I'm dominant in this scenario because I have enacted upon it. You know... Is what I'm interpreting. Well, okay. Here's just the thing that's that doesn't really seem correct about that is that... I mean, I think in order to have dominance, like, people have to know that you have dominance... See, that's. I think it's kind of a self thing. Like, they're so aware that no one would really acknowledge dominance over that, for, for that reason, that they're like, well, it's just for me. This is my, this is my own personal <laughs> bottled dominance. Pick me up. For me. Constru- constructing <laughs> myself. When I'm, when I'm laying at home feeling sorry for myself, I can know I owned Kevin's room. It's my room now. And he doesn't know it. But it's mine <laughs> because I stole from it. See, that's what I'm saying is like I feel like dominance implies that like whoever you're <laughs> whoever you're dominating like knows it's, that it's, you are the one in control. But if you're just like secretly stealing things, then I don't know how yeah. any dominance is established. I mean, it's almost like the equivalent of muttering a response under your breath after they walk away from an <laughs> argument you lost and then pretending like you won the argument. Yeah. It's like you didn't, I mean, you make yourself feel better, but I don't think that, I think dominance <laughs> is, is the wrong word there. Yeah. Uh, raise your hand if you talk to animals and make up their responses in your head. Hashtag, I can't be the only one. Uh, I, I self-admittedly do that. Really? I I think a lot of people do. Really? Sometimes then, it's then even, this is, must be a wild one for me. Sometimes the I was waiting for you to be like, "What is this person on?" No, and where some, can I get some? Sometimes the responses are even verbal. They're not even just in my head. Oh, where they're like talking for the animal to themselves? Yeah, I. You do you know, do that? I think that's more normal than you think. Are you possessed? Where's my friend Kevin? <laughs> I'm not possessed, this? but like, what fun is an animal unless you're creating conversations with them? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Kevin! 
You're gonna find out, you, buddy, that it's I not that you to weird. I the insane asylum, and you checked yourself in. Okay, well, you you wrapped yourself up in a jacket. Tell me this: said, this, seems, when you, this feels snug. When you are all alone, do you talk to yourself? Uh, no, not really. You lying sack <laughs> of shiz. I'm not. I'm not lying. You are lying to my face right now. Everyone I have talks nothing- to themselves. I mean, I I guess you're telling me that if I you were think... on a remote island for a month, that you your vocal cords would go go bone dry. I mean, I'm personally I'm like I really can't think of a time where I've sat there ah uh, like working no, on a project no, or never, something. I've never really talked to myself. Like honestly, I'm like really thinking about it, and I don't think I've ever done that. Okay, well then maybe you need to jump on. Tweeter <laughs> and post. I don't know. I'm, I'm I can't be the lot. only one that doesn't talk to myself because <laughs> everyone. I know. Does. I know that's not wild. And it's the I guess, same. I guess animals are just a way thing. to cross that bridge a little easier. I guess, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. You talk to yourself. Hit me with a story. If you have a freaking. If you have a pet, you're gonna just talk to your pet. I I don't think I've ever had that emotional of a connection with any of my pets i i i i think i'm a decent like i would consider myself an emotional person but like i've never felt like like i I remember when i was like eight or nine i had a hamster and then that hamster went missing and i remember being sad for like 25 minutes (laughs) i was like what hamster what are we (laughs) what are we talking about how dare you I just, I don't know. Like, if a, a dog is obviously a little more significant, well, I guess it depends on the person, but, like, if my dog currently ran away, I'd be pretty bummed, but I wouldn't be, like, I don't know. Maybe I am heartless. I don't How know. dare you? I, <laughs> Hit me with a story. I will. It's, uh, it's titled, What Actually Happened? And it's by, it was sent in by AJW Renshaw. Uh, they say, so a year or so ago, this thing happened. This thing. I think of myself as an intelligent guy, (laughs) and others refer to me as a quote-unquote really smart bloke. But I just can't wrap my head around what happened, and it's really irking me. Uh, you know, and let me just, let me just interject here really quick. I'm starting to to question why I even picked this story in the first place because if a really smart bloke like our friend here is can't figure it out, then what the heck would I what the <laughs> heck would I assume that I can? Uh, he said they say so I was taking my parents out for the day with my ex at well probably ex well probably current girlfriend at the time I doubt it's their current okay dude you're so right and i did you did, i thought did you think that they I thought, their and i was like <laughs> that's the story <laughs> you need to answer that before anything else. <laughs> uh oh these stories aren't written as they happen i forgot <laughs> This is like his nightmare. Did you have you entry. thought that these people were in life or death haunting situations up until this point? Like in the moment we were 
or just like well yeah i don't i don't know i just don't know why it takes so long for them to post it it's like man let me think of something a decade ago I don't know. Oh, no. This breakup could be fresh. This could be a day ago and sprung from the grief that is the breakup. I'll be careful. Uh, Normal day, sunny weather, no reason to expect anything odd. We had a fairly decent day out, got food, bought a few things, nothing special. However, we get home. I walk into the kitchen, and from the front room, I hear my dad in a bewildered tone shout, Huh? Oh, come look at this. My mom's in the room with him, and whilst she doesn't sound as shocked as him, she still seems confused. I walked into the I walk into the room asking what's going on. My dad replies by just pointing at a, at a mahogany bust of a horse's head we own. The bust had been turned nearly a perfect 180 degrees and was facing the wall instead of the room. It was facing the room before we left. The bust is on top of a shelf, at the top of a at the top of the wall. Uh, my parents are too short to be able to reach it. We'd only been back for about 30 seconds before my dad spotted it, meaning my dad wouldn't have had time to get step ladders or anything like that to be able to get up to it. In parentheses, climbing is out of the option because he's a fat B-word who would have probably snapped <laughs> the shelves if he had tried to climb them. As for my mother, oh, that's good. she's not the type of person to play a prank like this, and I'm not sure it, it'd have been a very exciting prank either, so I've ruled that out. I went and got some step ladders to go move it back. Before I touch it, I decide to check it out. As it's the top shelf, no one can, uh, no one can clean it. I mean, they could, but... The bust was still covered in dust, and there was no fingerprints or any sign of disturbance. Everything else on the shelf was still in correct position, and they weighed even less than the bust, so if it were to be something like an earthquake, I would have expected everything to have moved. There's also the fact I live in the Midlands of England, so an earthquake is very unlikely. As mentioned before, nothing's happened since, although my mother does believe that the house is haunted. I don't want to believe in ghosts, as I tend to see things logically and I can't see any, any logic in the paranormal. But my house is creepy as shiz. Prior to this, I've seen a dark figure resembling a man in Victorian attire, heard knocks, <laughs> scratches, that type of thing, and there's also this horrible atmosphere when you're alone, but only on the ground and first floor. Second floor is fine. Oh, well, if it's only the ground and the first floor, <laughs> then why are you even bringing it why up? Why are you even dwelling in the first two floors? <laughs> I love I love that he's seen a man in his home. He's like, I can't really tell, but he's in Victorian attire, which is pretty much seeing him well, I would argue. And to top it off, that's not what sets him off. It's the horse twisting like 30 degrees. I couldn't agree more. It's like, you know. That's a wild thing. The Victorian shadow men come and go. But the <laughs> the horse busts. But the horse. I mean, this thing's on the top shelf. <laughs> They're probably sitting around like a floating dinner table, and he's just, he's just like, I'm sure there's a logical explanation for this. Just apply the blindfold. The ghosts go away. <laughs> uh, but I just see I... the other thing is is like, okay, let's the the kid's house is haunted. What business <laughs> does this ghost have turning this horse head around? 
It's more, oh, you know what it probably is? It's probably one of those, uh, what do you, he said he's in London, right? Uh, England, Midlands of England. England, yeah, yeah, my bad. Um, dude, this is a classic, uh, secret entrance situation. Ooh. Where was the girlfriend? Did, wasn't she with them? And I didn't, then I didn't hear about her for the rest of the story. Did I miss something? Uh, no, no. Keep going. So the girlfriend twisted the horse head, went underground, and forgot to hit the button to switch it back. This obsessive also B-word has, <laughs> has, has not only broken this man's heart, but taken control of his estate. She's going to pull a classic Scooby-Doo caper and run them out of their house. Yes, yes, yes. In this, Any day now. This secret room only exists in the ground and first floor. Oh, my God. So it's like, of course, yes. you're not going to get any paranormal activity to the second floor. The construction did not extend to that floor. So your crazy stalker girlfriend, I mean, ex-girlfriend nowadays, apparently, but, you know, that's, that's probably why. That's it. I literally, I, I haven't, I don't think we've hit one in... Uh, ever so far where i've i've been so satisfied with the answer i i genuinely have nothing else left to say like that's it (laughs) like that's the answer she's like she just started like subtly tipping off like making comments that like she didn't realize in the moment but like there was no way for her to know unless she was like watching the dude or i guess it could be vice versa i don't i didn't get a gender here but could be a stalker boyfriend maybe it's maybe the question asker has been the ghost the whole time and the okay the girlfriend didn't it say it said girlfriend didn't it at the beginning it just said x oh wait oh i don't know and i you know what frankly i don't care yeah the x is the one who lives in the house and is hiding. Paranormal stuff going on? Let me go down in my hidey hole and wait this out. It's a classic sixth sense. Ghosts don't know they're dead. Ooh. Wait, wait, wait. The ex is dead? No, 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 no. The the mom, dad, and question asker are dead. Haunting this estate, and they don't know they're ghosts. You're telling me. The girlfriend, the ex, excuse me, actually lives there. Okay. I'm just going to make... This is wild. I'm, li- I'm, pull- I'm grasping it straight. I'm going to make a bold <laughs> assumption here. Okay. And say that you... There are no, like, sing... Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm afraid. I, this is so bold that I'm afraid to say it, but here it goes. <laughs> I've, already, I've already stepped the boundary over like, all right, Houston, shut up. If you want to top it, Kevin, be my guest, because then I don't have to be that guy. The percentage of <laughs> single people, or even people that aren't married, that own uh-huh. horse busts, Dude, it's, it's England. Like you, they own all that kind of shiz over there. No, you That's see, their whole you, thing. you have to have a surplus of money and a surplus of age 
this, this own was the horse that won us the big race at the track, <laughs> so we will bust it and put it on our shelf. <laughs> I can, I in the moment, think about a newer British accent, but you understand what I'm going for. <laughs> See, I've... I love I love that every time you're about to say something bold, Kevin, consistently, you start it by saying, it is a fact, or by my calculation. <laughs> like, go back, guys. Go back to the beginning of Kevin talking and, and listen for it, because I promise it's there. It's just, it's matter-of-factly. <laughs> Prove me wrong. <laughs> Prove to me um, that, that single people and and, I guess, younger people own horse busts. It's the parents' house, isn't it? Well, it, you just said that the freaking the ex is the one hiding in the oh right right room. right. She right, had to that have was, been living that was there such by a wild herself. Thing. That was such a wild thing that I said that I wasn't even. I thought we went back to the real thing. I just didn't even acknowledge what I had said because <laughs> I'm like, that's dumb. That's nothing. <laughs> um, I've got a story from. I literally don't know how to say this. Cal- Kalinos. Kalinos, I that might be a real word, and I might sound like an idiot, but I whatever. Uh, called Cedar Cabin Eight. Cedar for the story what? to make. Cedar Cabin Eight. I don't know. Uh, for the story to make sense, I'm going to break this up into three parts. So we've got a uh, we've got a a trifecta, a full here, on a trilogy witness. ahead of us. That's what Hollywood's uh, just doing as a these quick days. backstory. Uh, from my father, sister, and I were staying in a cabin for the for the night away from home. If anyone can make sense of this, please explain in the comments. My perspective. I believe this may have been around 4 a.m. I woke up and sat up at the speed of light, which, bold claim. I looked around and saw in the kitchen was a shadow that looked like a girl in a dress. Seconds later, I saw it start getting bigger until I started realizing it was coming towards me. It felt like forever, but she was still moving incredibly fast. When she finally got to me, she disappeared with the sound of a short breath. My sister's perspective. I woke up around 4 4, uh, and saw on the fridge was the shadow of what looked like a girl in a dress. The sight of this made me feel really uncomfortable, but eventually I realized I wasn't alone because my brother was awake. Uh, My father's perspective. I woke up and saw mostly darkness. When my eyes had finally adjusted to the light, I noticed someone standing beside my bed and thought it was my son. I tried asking what he wanted, but I noticed him getting shorter eventually he disappeared under my bed i got up and saw my son and daughter were very stressed and the clock read 4 a.m for some reason for some more information there was a really big black cat wandering around the cabin meowing at us extremely loudly in the following morning the cat was nowhere to be seen wow yeah um dad taking a shot at son Thought he was a chick. You know what? I'm going to make a bold claim of my own. This is not a ghost. It is three ghosts. Wow. Because there's no way it's going to appear to all four. You've got one that grows, one that just stays in one spot, stays the same, and one that shrinks. It's, it's ghosts with a theme. Isn't that the ghost of Christmas past, present, and future? They, they, yeah, I guess uh, no, but their powers aren't exclusively it's, built on their sizes and how they change those <laughs> sizes. It's just, it's just. I think it's just the ghost of Christmas present that can that can switch si- sizes. I think. No, he's just a big Santa boy the whole time. No, he's not. What? What are you talking he about? He changes sizes. 
he legit does not change sizes. Oh, you dumb, dumb, what dumb, dumb, What are you dumb, talking dumb. about? I, well, you're just going to have to rewatch, but that's fine. The big Santa Claus one, he gets older. He doesn't change size. He's the ghost of Christmas present. He doesn't age. This what? is the most outrageous are you, thing are you I've ever me? heard. The whole point. No, 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 no. The whole point of the ghost of Christmas pre- Christmas present is that he's like a middle-aged man in the morning and he dies at night. He only lives on Christmas Day. That's his whole thing. Because he only lives in the present. Uh, are you right about that? I am I am absolutely right about this. I will take it to my grave. You could be right about <laughs> this, but you are wrong about him changing sizes. I guarantee it. I I've never He's 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 like a jolly giant and he like he appears as like this big laughing Santa man and then he just becomes an old Santa man like white beard and then fades off into existence. Well, beside the point, that is not the description that that we've received. <laughs> this is not the ghost of Christmas present. That maybe, hey, maybe they just got the story wrong, and this is truly the the three ghosts of Christmas. They're just like <laughs> really off their clock. Yeah, they just made them up. Like they knew that they were they were real, but they just like didn't know what they looked like. So they're like, well, yes, I guess we're just gonna <laughs> they have assume to- that it would be delightful. It's like, well, they're ghosts, but it is Christmas. <laughs> You know what though that that new Scrooge movie, whatever it was called, I know it had like kind of a different name, uh, with Jim Carrey, I think the Ghost of Christmas Past was the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> like, but I want to know what you're talking about. It's the three. It's like a new like 3D. It's really good. It's a really good like take on the story. It's really funny. But the Ghost of Christmas Past like has like these really haunting whispers and like a flame for a head but like a really human human face on the flame and it's just it's it's not scary but it's very unsettling mm. like if that was to be like if it had like more of a dead eye stare and like a more malicious vibe to it i it absolutely would be terrifying to me to this day oh sure sure in fact i i always um, watch those and, and don't know how scrooge just doesn't lose his drawers <laughs> but i think uh, to be fair after the first flying through the air into the past i mean <laughs> i mean you can handle pretty much anything at that okay point. i'm done talking about the christmas carol yeah i was about to say I'm like we've been talking about uh christmas story for a long we, time we have a cat here that is really what's see the ghost situation is i mean it's you, you got a ghost ghost situation the cat first of all when you're sleeping in a cabin i don't know anyone that would just like have a black cat wandering around the inside of their house and not like go get it or like that's true too i wouldn't just be like if i woke up in a cabin and like there's some freaking cat what like waltzing around meowing extremely loud first of all i'd shut it up like i i would need it to be quiet (laughs) in order to continue sleeping so i wouldn't just like ignore it but that's i mean i i have inferred that that is what these people did they're like oh another black cat well looks like we're gonna just uh 
go back to sleep. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah it's, that's, they're that's nocturnal. Wild. It's probably going to be gone when you wake up. Why is it that cats are always associated, like black cats? Like, what is it about black cats? And cats kind of in general that's associated with, like, evil and darkness. Like, I get, like... People laugh about how dogs are happy and cats are pissed off all the time. But, like, why is it that they're also, like, evil, like, 50% of the time? Are they evil or are they just, like, bad luck? Like, they, they're associated with, like, darkness and, like, bringing ghosts. Like, If I don't recall, you, the Egyptians worshipped them at one point? Probably because of their association with spirits. They just saw it in a different light than we did. So... Because we, we... Like, let's be real. Egyptians probably looked at spirits and, like, spirits equal good because... What do we know? They probably know a lot more than we do. We all think we know a lot. So spirits equal bad because they're just ghosting on our stees. They want our jams. Uh, y- yes. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if like a cat is like a like a calling point. Like if if like ghosts can use a cat to jump to the other side. Yeah. Which to actually. This is a really big black cat, is what they said. Um, and maybe that's why there are three ghosts, because there <laughs> was a big... Or it's like that freaking thing from uh, from Harry Potter. What are those things called that can, like, change into anything? Uh, it's some... Oh, the the, uh, the fear things. Yeah. But, I mean, they probably would have... If someone's most fear in their it's it changes into whatever is your biggest fear in your life so if anyone's biggest fear in their life was a cat then the cat definitely would have been kicked out it's by not a, a freaking member. cat okay the cat was just a cat it showed up in a cabin because it was cold outside <laughs> it wanted somewhere to sleep but it was it couldn't sleep because there was a freaking ghost walking around the ca- cabin and so the cat was like uh you guys just gonna sleep through this help 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 crying help all <laughs> night and while these three Got a peek at their worst fears, and each of them had a little bit of different description because they're, it's all a little bit different, but because they're all blood-related, it's all kind of the same, and that, I don't think- there's your story. <laughs> all you had to do was say ridiculous and problem solved. No! Solved. That that's not that that makes me angry because that is fundamentally not how it works. Boom, boom, <laughs> bang, bop. I hate you for this. I'm, it makes me upset because <laughs> that's not how it works. One, if someone sees, if you were to see one of these things from the, we're not even, I'm, I'm, this isn't even part of the, the point. I'm just proving, I need to talk about Harry Potter now for a minute because if you see one of those, it turns into what you see as fearful. I don't see it and I'm also fearful of that. Like, like it's not like we both see the same thing and it looks like two different things. If you look at it, it transforms into what is your scary thing, and then I get to see what your scary thing is. It's not in the eye of the beholder nonsense. Oh, you just... <laughs> you make me upset. How the heck do you know? Because I've read the books and seen literally the movie that they show up in. But how, I've are, seen they the scene. Put, how are they going to cinematically prove to you that everybody is seeing the same thing? Because freaking Ooh. Neville sees Snape. And everyone laughs at that. Everyone laughs because it's Snape. Oh, yeah, you could. And Neville is really uncomfortable. That is a tough argument. Yeah, it's a tough argument because that completely shatters your point, you dumb Okay, did the three people see it at the same time? Did what? Say that again. Did the three people, the, the, the three people in this story, all see this thing at the same time? 
Around 4 a.m. Around 4 so a.m. Potentially, or at 4 I guess sharp. that's fair that one of their fears might have been a little girl ghost. That could have potentially been one of their greatest fears. Or maybe it's all three of their fears. I guess. I guess. It doesn't really matter either way because the monster works the same way. So, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't so that's matter. what it was, is they were all afraid <laughs> of the same thing, and so they all saw the same thing. It, and that's why it showed up. It was like, well, this is going to be an easy three to knock out because they're all scared of the same thing. No shape-shifting for me. It really puts them out. It's it's hard work shape-shifting into different things. So if they can kill but three birds with one stone, they're going to show up to whatever cabin they need to and get a three-for-one deal. But, Kevin, if your biggest fear is a 50-foot spider and that appears... <laughs> I am not, that's not my greatest fear, but I'm definitely going to be unsettled by the sight. So I mean, It's not my greatest so, fear until you see it in front of your face. Please move on. I'm, this has become nothing. I'm, I'm just, I'm exhausted. You've exhausted me. <laughs> okay, this is titled The Most uh, Terrifying Experience. So strap in. It's by, okay, I don't know, I don't know how the, uh, Doritz, I, I, I'm afraid that it's do, this round. do Ritz, but I don't think it is because these things are capitalized and, I don't know, it says Doritz Pineapple Hair, that's the person that sent it in. Oh, if that's like a brand, we're going to look like idiots. Anyway, yeah. uh, I've seen things since I was a tiny kid. I've gone to places seeking encounters as an adult and had experiences in my own homes for as long as I can remember. Nothing ever prepared me for 3.30 this morning. So, uh, sayonara to the idea that people wait eons of time to make their posts because this person did it in the same day. (laughs) I awoke to a guttural sound Hey, re- real quick, real quick, when was this posted? Uh, I don't freak. how do you tell? Doesn't it say? It says posted oh, by blank. Oh, it was posted 11 days ago. Oh, that's recent. Okay, I wanted to see how recent it was. <laughs> it, it's still out there. <laughs> <laughs> I awoke to guttural loud whisper noises coming from the other side of the bed, where only my dog was. I was facing the clock, saw the time, and turned over to see what the heck the dog was doing to be making such weird noises. There was something I'd never seen before standing on the far side of the bed just watching us. The dog was sleeping peacefully and never budged, but this, whatever, just stood there in silence. The sounds had stopped as soon as I saw the thing. I blinked a couple times, rubbed my eyes, and even turned away, expecting to see nothing after each... Uh expecting to see nothing after each i don't know what that means but it was still there looked back at the clock 332 and when i looked back at uh back that last time there was nothing there as far as what it looked like it had horns a black weird beastly kind of face white spaces for eyes rest of it almost looked like it was covered in tattered black cloth and had hands with fingers too long for the size of hand with claws. Wasn't very tall, maybe five foot, five six. 
I've seen slash experienced stuff, some stuff in my time, but nothing has ever left me feeling this unnerved and anxious, especially seven hours later. If you've made it this far, thanks for reading. Just had to get it out somewhere. Sounds like well, the dang. devil. Yeah, that's that's just a bad. I I mean I've had I've had a series a similar experience upon waking up. It wasn't the devil. It was something a little more bizarre than scary, but still frightening. Um, have I talked about it? On the show? Is this that thing you... I think you may have told me about some story that, like, you saw somebody go into your closet. Yes. You know what? We So, for you guys, we did a few practice episodes. We might release them later. We might not. We'll see one day. Um, I'm pretty sure I talked about this on one of those, because I'm 99% sure I haven't talked about it on an actual episode, but I remember recording while talking about it. Anyway, I... Uh, I'm pretty sure I've heard this I, story around one of our campfires. Oh, I definitely have told it before because it happened years ago. So I used to share a room with my stepbrother, and one night I woke up. Well, so in I have I have very vivid dreams of like my very real surroundings. So I don't dream a lot, but when I do, it's like I'm in my bed or I'm at school. Like nothing crazy usually happens. Um, but (laughs) in this particular dream, I I sit up in my bed and in the doorway of my room, which is right in front of me is this, like, six foot eight, nine guy, bald, super skinny, in a hospital gown. Like, like freakishly skinny and, like, super, super pale. And he had, like, this giant, giant, like, creepy grin on his face. And he just stared me down, and I felt, like, all the blood, like, rush out of my face. Like, just straight fear. And then after he stared at me for a second, he bolted across the room and into one of our shared closets and slammed the door, and th- which woke me up out of fear, and I sat up in bed and was now looking at that closet, that which was closed. And so my mind was like, that just really happened. <laughs> like, that was a real thing that just happened. And so I, I, <laughs> I yell at my stepbrother, and I'm like... Wake up right now. (laughs) He wakes up. It's like 3 a.m. And I'm like, there's a man in our closet. And he's like, shut up, go to bed, (laughs) and rolls over. (laughs) So me in my like paranoid freaking out mind is like, oh my gosh, he's hired him to kill me. (laughs) Was was my like first thought as like a 15 year old. So Um, heads up to, to Houston's future soulmate. Like, this is what you're going to be dealing with for the rest of your life because the restlessness of his sleeps has not changed. <laughs> There's a lot of sleep talking that goes on that I don't remember a word And of. sleep but accusing anyway, and sleep judging and sleep paranoia. In my, in my frantic, like, I don't want know what to do, but I know I need to calm down, was like, you know what I'm going to do? I just reached over, grabbed my my Nintendo DS from under my bed, and just like kept an eye on the closet, and then played for like an hour and a half. Played some I don't even know what I couldn't remember because I was yeah. focused on the closet. But like after getting my mind off something, I like sat there for a second. I'm like that was 100% a dream. <laughs> and then I just went back to sleep. <laughs> it's good stuff. Oh man, see and back to. Back to this story, like, 
I'll also, I'll, I'll just say real quick too, really fast. There is a part two to that story, a very haunting part two, and I will tell it at a later date. I'll wait for Sammy to be back. I, I would enjoy that. I don't know that I'm aware of part two. Uh, it was also in the practice episode that we did. Um, you you would definitely remember it once I started telling it. You, there's no way you'd forget mm-hmm. it. But anyway. Oh, you know what? Yep, I I do remember. Yeah. But so the, the what? So yeah. is that just the extent of our problems here? Is this guy just another another case of of sleep night terrors? Not really there. I mean, it's. <sighs> It's a logical solution as someone on who has made it through to the other side. Like I, I fully <laughs> understand because this it's not just that dream. I fully understand. I am a survivor. Who, like here I sit. <laughs> <laughs> I I fully understand anyone who has to like sit there most mornings and like figure out what's real and what's not. Like I I have been to you to you Kevin and to Sam. I have like. Woken up and then started texting in apologies or a question. And then halfway through this long text, I'm like, oh, that didn't really happen. We didn't really get into a fight. I, I have self-admittedly done that once or twice. Like and it's, it's and just... Like, oh, wait, I never even had that conversation. It, exactly. And if you have a really powerful imagination and you tend to be interested in dark stuff like that, like I don't see this as not a possibility i see i could see anyone waking up to something super scary and if it was traumatizing enough like if the freaking guy freaking unhinged his jaw hopped on my bed and tried to swallow me like a snake i'm sure i would think it was real to this day too i'm sure that's what i would think was happening but um (laughs) so creepy but I mean, it it just it really is case by case. Like I I just be, because I've had that experience, it's easy for me to say when someone wakes up, it's like oh, it was just dream imagination because it's powerful. It's really really strong stuff. Um, I think this is a, anyway. I think this is a good time to let the audience know that there's like one thing in the whole world that I'm like genuinely afraid of. And that thing is Minotaurs. What? Really? I'm dead serious. Uh, oh, no. The bowl two on things, top? Two and... things. I tell everybody two things. I just couldn't. I drew a blank on the second one. But the second one is music boxes. Can't stand them. Yeah, they're they're pretty bad. Nothing like, has mine ever. Mine are like a, a toy music box. Not necessarily a big, uh, like an adult nothing, one. The toy ones yeah, are Nothing good has ever come while music from a music box is playing. <laughs> But Minotaurs, they just like not because not necessarily because they're like associated with the devil and like oh the devil has hooves and horns because I don't even buy that. But it's just because Minotaurs, like in whatever lore that you're reading about or like wherever you find a a Minotaur in your entertainment, it's just like they originated in the labyrinth, right? Like. Yeah, that's where they the, that's where they first yeah. spawned in lore <laughs> and they just want to hurt you. That's their like they just break through walls, they like run very <laughs> fast, they're huge and they want to kill you. 
it's interesting that that's like a point of fear for you that that like those qualities make it like the scariest thing. I just because back. I I've never even associated that creature with fear ever. Yeah, I think it's just like this. I look back and I feel like some kind of traumatizing experience as a kid, but I can't pinpoint one. But it's just like, like half the time, even in cartoons, minotaurs are like. They're not like even mean. They're just like big, like they're like dude bro characters. Yeah, like yeah. They, they're just these buff dudes. Yep. But like that's so interesting. If I, like <laughs> the worst thing that could ever happen to me is me being thrown <laughs> in a labyrinth with a minotaur. The the number just a one big, worst meaty man, thing. a big meaty bull man chasing Kevin. Can't think of anything worse. <laughs> I would give up. Because like throw me in a labyrinth with a zombie, I'll live to the extent of my full life. Like they're not gonna freaking. Maybe I'll have to like lose a few hours of sleep, but they're not going to catch me. It's really interesting that your point of fear is something you know you can't beat. That's really interesting. Yeah, I I guess that oh, must be it. That's so interesting. Anyway, um I I have we have not a lot of time here, but I have a new bit that I don't know how much time it's going to take, but I I should have done it earlier, we'll but I really want to share it with you. Uh Kevin, welcome. Welcome and take a take a nice seat to Ghosts on a Plane. I appreciate it. The bit where we find just the most, just the best horror thrillers of all time and let you know which ones are worth your time. Uh, so basically what's going to happen here is I have found two movies that have been pretty swept under the rug because of how terrible they truly are. And I am going to... Basically, bring them to your attention. I'm gonna I'm gonna read you two plot synopsis of two the plot synopsis of two movies, and I'm going to have you guess which one won out in the box office. All right, All right? bring it on. So, number one, in the future, Earth is no longer inhabitable. A school field trip leads the class and a few marine grunts to the remains of Camp Crystal Lake, where they discover two cryogenically frozen bodies. One of a beautiful young woman, and the other a vaguely familiar-looking man in a hockey mask carrying a machete in his right <laughs> hand. Okay. <laughs> the, group, the group decides to bring the bodies back for testing and reanimation. But what was the first mistake, bringing the two bodies back with them or thawing them out, so that the unstoppable Jason Voorhees can return again to wreak havoc and murder everyone in his sight? But what if Jason was upgraded? What if he became Jason Uber? <laughs> Whoa, okay. So, in this movie, Jason X, the infamous killer is in the year... Oh, I had the... Oh, what's the year? I had it screenshotted. I can't find it. It's like 2,256, let's say. That's enough time. Yeah, and he's been frozen... And as he's on this spaceship trying to murder these these new kids, these future children, he wanders into a tech lab that just because the tech lab does what it does, turns him into a cyborg, and then they then have to kill a cyborg Jason. Oh yeah, that's what happens when you walk into tech labs. Cyborg. Yeah. Exactly. Go in a human, walk out a cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Jason X. Okay. The second, the movie that started it all, Warwick, uh, or excuse me, a mean leprechaun that doesn't like to play by the rules and will kill anyone who goes near his gold. 
A somewhat delusional man named Dan O'Grady brings home the gold from Ireland after he caught the leprechaun. Only leprechaun had followed him and wreaks havoc until Dan locks him in a crate and attempts to burn him, but conveniently before lighting the fire has a stroke. Ten years later, two... (laughs) Ten years later, two people buy the O'Grady house. They are JD and his spoiled daughter, Tori. Uh, not knowing what is locked in a crate in the basement. Also, there are three painters on the house. Uh, Nathan, his brother Alex, and Alex's dim friend Ozzy. That afternoon, Ozzy and Alex find the leprechaun's gold, and Ozzy accidentally releases the leprechaun from his crate, and he goes on a killing spree and terrorizes the four (laughs) friends, trying to get his missing gold coin back. Finally, they learn the only way to destroy it is to go find Dan O'Grady, thinking he may know a way, who I guess survived his stroke, I guess. Uh, they find him at a rest home, <laughs> and he tells them a four-leaf clover is the only way. So now Tori and her friends must find a four-leaf clover in a big clover patch before Leprechaun finds them, starring Jennifer Aniston. No. <laughs> no freaking yes. way. I'm dead serious, dude. I've seen clips. Okay, so wait. What so am I supposed to be? What am movie. I supposed to guess here? Uh, well, real quick before you guess. I'm going to give you uh, a little more information, mostly because you know how popular the Jason series yes. is. So, like, le- like there's tons of those movies, oh, yeah. right? So, you're like, that has to blow Leprechaun out of the water just on name alone. Mm-hmm. Not only is there a Leprechaun 2 in 1994, but there's a Leprechaun 3 in 1995, Leprechaun 4 1996 in space. Oh, my. The 2000 Leprechaun in the hood. 2003, Leprechaun, Back to the Hood, Um, 2014, Leprechaun Origins, and 2018, Leprechaun Returns. Wow. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of these fetchers. (laughs) There are eight of this Leprechaun movie. Can I tell you that I knew initially that that was the case because I've seen one of them. You're lying to me. It was me. on the Sci-Fi Channel many, many years ago. It's got to be like close to a decade ago. No way. It was way. on the Sci-Fi Channel. Me and my little brother watched it, and my little brother got terrified of leprechauns. Oh, I bet. It's a creepy... Like, the leprechaun is sketch. To the point where we, like, rode scooters around the local church house at, like, 10 p.m. one night, and he swore... For years to come, that he saw a leprechaun skipping down the halls of the street. <laughs> and it scared the crap out of him. That's You know what? We all have movies like that from back in the day. Mine was E.T. for years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's um, good stuff. So, Kevin, I need I need you to guess. Guess one, which made more money? The Leprechaun. Wrong. It was Jason X. By almost $4 million, Jason X beat the Leprechaun. That's outrageous. Leprechaun, in its debut movie, made $9 million. Uh, Jason made about fourteen. Um, That's a lot of money. However, Leprechaun has definitely 
a higher Rotten Tomato score of about 23, <laughs> if I remember right. <laughs> I took a screenshot, and again, I'm not finding it, and I don't want to take the time to look it up, but I believe Leprechaun, I know Leprechaun was higher, I believe it was 23, and Jason was like 16, I think. Oh my gosh. So low. Point 16. <laughs> um, and just, just as a little closing treat, I took a, I took a screenshot of, um, uh, the leprechaun, uh, <laughs> the leprechaun in space plot synopsis, which is about one paragraph long, and I'm going to read it for you. <laughs> I'm going to read it for you right now. It's the 21st century, and a group of U.S. Marines battle in space to destroy a space monster. When they get in the way of the leprechaun, who is in space to marry a princess so he can become the ruler of the planet Dominia, they think they have killed the leprechaun. Wrong. The leprechaun goes on board their space station to find the princess they have taken from him where he'll kill to get her back. Wow. Which they then followed up with leprechaun in the hood. They thought the (laughs) the creators of leprechaun thought the only thing scarier than the (laughs) the infinite expanse of space is to put the leprechaun in the ghetto. (laughs) In the Bronx of New York City. <laughs> I, I think that was a few steps backward in, in the saga of the Leprechaun. I think both are a few steps unnecessary. It, it, Kevin, I, I did a little... I wanted to make sure this was a bit that would last a while before I brought it to the table. And just as a little teaser trailer for everyone listening, every movie is just wilder than the last. There is just this is gonna be a treat. I'm I'm just excited. Ghost on a plane is here to stay, and I, I couldn't be happier. And you've just got yourselves several recommendations for your next movie date. <laughs> yeah, so for you're real. freaking welcome. Absolutely. Um I think that's it. I think I think we're done. Yeah, I think our silver screen debut is coming to a close. Um we appreciate all of our our listeners as usual, and we hit a thousand downloads. Yeah, it's it's incredible, and thank you, thank you so much for like. We get that obviously the first couple episodes are going to be pretty, pretty uh, important when it comes to getting and retaining listeners. So we're we've we've been super super happy with um, you guys being as patient as you have with us having problems because we're 20 and have things we have to do and we we've been trying our best to make it work and we feel like everything that's come out we've been really happy with it like we don't put out anything we're not pleased with there have been a few recordings that we've legit sacked because we were just not happy with them they just didn't they just didn't feel right so we just we cut them we want to make sure that we're getting the best content out for you so we're we're grateful for you guys for being patient while we get these these kind of weird ones together in the meantime yeah don't don't lose hope we know. I mean, we're 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 aware that we rattle off Houston and I a, like uh, we're doing right now. It's a long road, but the storm will will soon pass. But and Sam will come back. He'll come back, <laughs> and things are gonna be great. <laughs> They're gonna again, be good. So tune in. Thanks again, guys. <laughs>